This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome back to Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo. I'm here with Tony Shore from uh, Minnesota, but it's not snowing there. And uh, our no. internal guy, uh, Tony Marlette, how are you guys doing today? Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, doing make- great. I've been great. I'll tell you what, I'm glad to finally have some nice weather to get outside, actually. Yeah, same. Before Try you to get on. some of this pasty white skin, get a little color, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty rainy here and cold, and uh, um, but uh, I think uh, today might be a nicer day, so I have yeah. to sne- sneak out and hit one of those little white balls around. So. Yeah. Uh-oh. One of the many behind you there, Chris. Oh, no, no, those are those are special. Yeah, no, those. It's funny. Those are when I go out of town. Like if I go to Minnesota and I play a, a course somewhere, I'll grab a logo ball and put it in there. So I probably got on about a hundred balls up there, and some lady during those taxis. are all your holes in one, right? Yes, yeah, she asked me if those are all my hole in ones. I'm like, yeah, I got a hundred hole in ones, and I'm sitting here doing taxes for a living. But uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think so. So. Uh, I'm trying to get this to uh, expand for me, but that's okay. We'll we'll, we'll look at it this way. It looks great on my end. Okay. So today I thought we'd talk about, uh, we haven't talked about this in a while, maybe. uh, There you go. God bless you, Tony. Um, uh, Some life insurance, uh, you know, that's uh, becoming, you know, it's one of the other options we we have in our uh, tool we have in our quiver for people. And so maybe we'd go over how people use life insurance, when you need it, when you don't need it. Uh, uh, is it a, is it a decent investment? Uh, is it a place to park money? So, um, and any, uh, any immediate comments there, Mr. Marlette? Yeah. I mean, when you use those words together, life and insurance, people, uh, people don't usually respond well to it. And it's, it's unfortunate because it's gotten a bad rap, uh, over the years, to some degree, people will say, I don't need it. I'm covered. But like you mentioned, there's a lot of different things that we can do with it um, to treat it as a a safe investment, especially now. Uh, And then also to provide some some nice side benefits down the road, too. So in other words, you you use it no matter what. Yeah, I I know we've used it a few things, Uh, you know, traditionally life insurance as you're younger, if you're age, Tony, really is is probably to provide, uh, you know, and most people probably buy term at that point, but uh, in case you die early, like I know when I was uh, 40, just a couple of years ago, um, I, uh, <laughs> they'll never fall my off side, their chair here. My, side, <laughs> my side hurts from the laughter, Chris. So um, like I bought a term policy for a million bucks and it was pretty cheap. I think it was 900 bucks a year for 20 some years. And then, uh, you know, just in case if I died prematurely, my wife and kids would have some money, you know, pay off the house, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of people use what we call term insurance, which is, is cheap, but I believe, uh, statistically, I think 90% of term never pays because either the term runs out, you know, the 20 years goes by and it's done 
And, you know, if I want a million dollars a year while I'm 60, uh, it's probably $30,000 a year for the premium. So, so uh, I think term is really used to, for stop gaps for, you know, what happens if I die and we don't have any money laying around, how are they going to bury me? How are they going to pay the mortgage and all that kind of stuff? So, um, but then yeah, there's that, I mean, you're looking at, at pure protection, like yeah, you said, yeah. just so the, your premium, yeah, it, it's, it's pure protection. Yeah, there's and no, that, yeah. There's no investment component of it. So it's just, uh, you know, if we, we die early, here's, here's some money. So um, there's other, other types of policies, right, Tony, there's permanent type of policies. Yeah, and it, it's uh, worth mentioning too. Any death benefit is tax free to the beneficiaries. True. So, right. um, but yeah, there's that was some great lobbying, wasn't it? <laughs> insurance companies lobbied Congress for that many, many, many moons ago. So uh, yeah, and obviously it's not. You know, I, I was at a, a a summit last year. That, that benefit is something that is never going to be messed with. It's never going to be touched. Uh, life insurance will probably always be, uh, you know, no, there's no guarantee, but it probably will always be tax-free to beneficiaries. You know, they've talked about tinkering sure. with other things, Roth, pre-tax, tax brackets get messed with all the time. The yeah. one thing that is probably never going to be touched is our life insurance benefits. Right. But yeah, to answer your question, yes, there's uh, permanent policies too, which are more expensive than a term policy, but you get more with it. So yeah. for example, you can have cash value uh, where at a certain point you keep paying your premiums and your premiums are essentially getting invested uh, in the insurance company's uh, separate bucket as they call it. Right. So part of your part of your premium is going to pay for the cost of the life insurance and part of it's going to, to uh, you know, in towards the investment. So right. Mr. Shore, do you have any life insurance? I have some, you know, I have a policy through the main company I work for and they have an option where, you know, they give you X amount free. It's really small and basic, but then you can pay a little more and up it. Um, and then my wife has some, but I don't have like the cash value and uh, I probably should have more. But here's my question for you guys, since you guys are the experts uh, at my age. Uh, let's just say I'm going to throw out a number that's not even real. Like, let's say I was as old as 57. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, Somewhere around. Uh, and, and and let's, and let's, in three and months. Let's, <laughs> yeah. And, and, <laughs> and let's say uh, that, you know, um, uh, I might have what doctors call a bit of a weight problem. So uh, if you're I just, wanted you're to. You're just get, too short, Tony. Is that, was that your Chris Farley? That was uh, great. He's, not, he's just too short for his I might have what they call a bit of a weight problem. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, um, what if I want to get life insurance right now? Am I, am I out of luck because of maybe I won't pass the health? I have diabetes. I'm a little overweight. I'm 57. Uh, am I out of luck or is it just going to be cost prohibitive or are there options? I mean, what about well, older yeah, people? Yeah, most like I mean, it's gonna your your premiums gonna depend on a few things, right? It's gonna depend on age, obviously. It's gonna depend on health. It's gonna sure. depend on maybe family history, um, whether also maybe you have a high risk job. You know, um, you know, if you're a guy who's uh, you know a high tension uh, uh, 
electrical guy, you're going to pay more for your premiums than radio uh, show co and the radio show guy. Right. So, <laughs> so, so the, uh, all those actuarial numbers, you know, the, uh, insurance company has actuaries say, look, Tony's 57. He's, uh, a couple pounds on him in a year, but you know, what's going to happen is you're not going to get the preferred rating. You might be standard or you might be a little bit under standard, but there's, they're going to, you know, there's going to be a policy for you somewhere. Just sure. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to cost more. Right? It'll cost you more. And we, we, we call it the Olympic village rate. Basically nobody gets the preferred rate unless you're an Olympian. Yeah. Um, That's super preferred, right? Yeah. 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 yeah right. And I mean, a, a good way to look at it is Tony uh, don't, don't wait at uh, hindsight's 2020, but don't wait for those things to happen. Yeah. I'll give yeah. you an example on me. I started in this business doing life insurance. I was 25, 26 years old. I did a simple uh, 50,000 universal life policy. It was small, it was affordable, and I wanted to do it. Kind of like my first investment, my first insurance policy. About six, seven years later, I was diagnosed as type 1 diabetic. I went to take out a term insurance policy after that, and it is way more expensive than that universal life policy that I took out when I was in my mid twenties. So, yeah. you know, don't wait until that happens is the best yeah. way to do it. And if you do yeah. wait, you're just going to end up paying more like Chris said. Sure. Well, you know, um, I don't know what I just did there, but um, and I asked uh, the reason I asked is because uh, for our listeners, I'm sure, yeah, sure a right. lot of listeners to this show are people who might be thinking about retirement or whatever. So if they don't have as much insurance as they would like, uh, as far as life insurance, uh, it's just, they're probably wondering, okay, you know, can I still get life insurance at this point? I think you just have to, what you're saying is you have to jump through more hoops and it's going to cost you more. Sure. And, uh, you know, the other reasons we use the life insurance is, you know, final expenses. That's, I don't say that's minimal, but most people who are retired by now, they have money they could pay for somehow they could pay for the funeral. So sure. don't necessarily use that for a policy. Uh, we do occasionally use uh, a, a small policy for Medicaid, uh, uh, Medicaid reasons because Medicaid lets you put about $15,000 in a policy for, for final expenses. Um, but there are, it is a, a mechanism to supplement savings. I mean, down, you know, your IRAs that we have most retirement plans that are out there, uh, we call their, their, you know, their, tax time bombs. Eventually someone's going to pay these taxes, whether it's going to be yeah. you or your loved ones. So maybe it makes sense to start converting some of that. You know, we've, we've talked about converting it to Roths, right? You might want to convert it to insurance because one thing happens immediately on day one, you have coverage, right? So if you buy a half million dollar policy, you can die in, in your, in, in, you know, two months from a car crash, um, you're getting, you're getting paid a half million dollars. You might've already, yeah. maybe you only put a hundred thousand dollars in it. So you it really leveraged there, but you know, to take a, to take a hundred thousand dollars and put it in a Roth and to grow it to $500,000 might take a lifetime. Right. So, sure. so there is some leverage with life insurance. Um, you know, life insurance in theory gets more expensive, the older you get, but for the for the insurance company, their risk, it's the opposite. They're, they have more exposure early on in the policy. You put in $100,000 and it might pay, you know, $500,000. 20 years from now, that your internal numbers growing to $400,000. So they're really only on the hook for $100,000. So, 
So um, they, they, obviously they want you to live as long as you can so they can use the money and their cost of in the policy gets less. I don't know if I explained that right, but. Yeah, so, I mean, that makes sense. The more you put in, right. the longer you live, the more you put in. The insurance company, in your example, they're paying out 500000 whether you live one week or 55 years after you take out the policy. Right. They're paying out the 500000 If you die after paying one premium, they're on the hook for all right. 500 minus whatever small premium you've paid. Did we, yeah, I think uh, I think Tony Shore just went blank, but that's... <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm here. I was listening. I'm yeah. thinking about it because uh, obviously one reason then uh, a lot of people, especially my age and older, are preparing for retirement. What they're going to want to do is they can utilize certain types of life insurance as cash value policies or right. uh, as a almost a uh, saving or investment vehicle or to pass along money to loved ones tax free. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a way to leave a legacy tax free, which is huge. Right. Yeah. And, and we've. Right. And what we found is, you know, when you compare, say, we talked about indexed annuities on other shows, you know, that's an insurance product and there's index life insurance. Well, oftentimes when we look at the index life insurance, the, the cap rates that we call the, the, the potential for you to make interest in those are maybe two, three times the cap rates that are annuities. So let's say you buy a, a fixed annuity and the cap rates three or four. Well, the cap rate inside a life insurance policy might be eight or nine or 10. So you have potential to earn more interest in the life insurance policy. And, and you could design them two different ways. You, like you, somebody could come to me and say, Chris or Tony, look, I just, I want to spend X amount of dollars by the biggest death benefit we don't care about how much cash it builds up. So then you design the policy to buy the biggest death benefit. And the other people say, look, I, I'd want to use this somewhat for a retirement vehicle. I don't really care about the death benefit, but I would like some tax-free cash because I'm in a higher bracket. And uh, if I take, if I just keep pulling money out of IRAs, I'm, I'm paying 30, 40% IRS. So, so you really can't tailor them to the need. Is it purely death benefit? So term insurance is purely death benefit, right? There's no, cash value. There's no, give me some money uh, because I need some tax-free income. Um, so term, if you truly want just death benefit, maybe we use term, but term gets really expensive, right? So yeah, the older you get, I mean, nobody, your term, if you take out a 20 year term, like in your example, if you were yeah. 40, by the time you're 60, I mean, the odds are it's you'll expensive. still be alive. And then at that time, the Thank you. term, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good for you. Uh, Good for time. you. Good for the insurance company too. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to pay now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, you talk about structuring those policies. I think the biggest differentiator with these is tax-free income. So exactly. you can even take qualified taxable money and move it into something like this, get the taxes on your principal out of the way. So you and pay the tax. You pay the tax and you realistically don't, you don't have to pay any more taxes regardless of the earnings from the insurance right. product. Right. It's kind of like a, it's almost and like a Roth conversion. The, the other thing we've used for, and it's, and I think they're hybrid products out there uh, for some long-term care benefits. Absolutely. Um, traditionally um, people buy long-term care policies. And I just don't think that industry, I'm going to say it's the wrong word worked. Um, you know, actuarially, if, um, you know, you, you insure a, a hundred thousand houses and two of them burn down or there's enough premium there to pay for all that. 
But statistically, we've talked about on other shows, two out of three people over the age of 70 may spend time in a nursing home. So actually for an insurance company, they sell two, three policies and two of them are being used. It, that's not really working out for them. So what's happened in the last several years is premiums have substantially increased as people get older. It used to be pretty steady, but I had um, one of our guys who just retired from our firm a couple of years ago, he got a notice from his insurance carrier that they're raising his rates 423% one year. So he's like, right? yeah, yes, yeah, so, yeah, Biden inflation. No, no offense. Um, but he's like, I, I'm not, I can't pay 400 times what, you know, what I'm right. Is that for a long-term care policy? A long-term care policy. Yeah. So, the, yeah. so basically he says, so they gave him, they actually gave him an option. They said, look, you could pay the 423% increase or we'll give you $10,000. You could, you can go away. He took the 10 grand. Right. So, so that, that industry, it's been tough. So we have seen over the years, hybrid life insurance products that have some long-term care benefits. One that comes to mind. Uh, there's one that you put, so let's say you put in a hundred thousand dollars, it's going to pay some minimum amount of interest on the on the life insurance side or annuity side too, and maybe they give you three times the coverage. So there's a lot of things out there to um, to check out that weren't out there 20 years ago. So right. um, and life insurance, believe it or not, is one of the few items in our country that has has come down in uh, cost over the years because people are living longer. So yep. as people live longer, the insurance companies keep the money. You know, instead of paying death benefits out at uh, 70. Now they're paying them out at 80, 85. So they, they're able to keep the money longer. So we have seen that. So if you have an older policy, probably at least 15 years old, you might want to look at it. Uh, maybe you can get more coverage. Maybe you can get a lower premium. So, uh, but it's yeah. worth, it's worth doing a review and, and, we, and we got software in back office for, uh, to do that. Right, Tony? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing that I've, uh, we've seen with some of these is, you know, if we take money that you have sitting in a savings account or an out of surrender old annuity that's maybe not earning as much you move it into something like this and you use you know typically with life insurance and long-term care policies if you buy them separately or you have kind of a standalone policy you don't guarantee that you get the money if i have life insurance i don't get to use that money assuming there's no cash value it goes to my right. wife or my beneficiaries. Uh, if I you say have to die to get it. That's always like one of the, one of the, uh, I don't say negatives was the people always say, look, I got to die to get it. Well, and yeah. You don't and it, get it then. Yeah. Well, in a term policy, maybe, but the right. other, you know, the permanent policy, you, you, you can use it while you're alive. You can take out, right. like you said, you take out cash free uh, withdrawals from it. Um, yeah. Same concept with long-term care. If you're the one person that doesn't need it out of the three, you know, two out of three are going to need it over 70. If you're the one that doesn't need it, you've paid all those premiums that are very expensive into the policy over the years. And if you don't pay more for a return of premium benefit, you don't really get to use those dollars that you put in. So the index life that we're talking about, you use the money no matter what. So you get either death benefit, long-term care benefit, or cash access. And and, and Mr. Shore, you might've seen uh, PBS specials with uh, um, Ed Slot. You know, he's one oh, of yeah. our guys we go to. So, I mean. I know uh, all about Ed. You know, he's great. Ed, Ed, Ed Slot's great, but you know, if you really break down his presentation, is get your money out of your tax bomb vehicles and buy insurance. 
because it's tax-free, it's tax-free to use, tax-free. So, yeah. so really, um, it is something to yeah, look his at. His big thing is insurance because it's tax-free and Roth IRAs because right. they're tax-free. Right. And Roth IRAs are limited to who can do them. So uh, that right. sends you over to life insurance and a lot of different insurance policies. Yeah, the, the issue of life insurance, though, is like you, you, you say the word life insurance to people in front of you, and all of a sudden you look like, yeah, they're staring at you like you're trying to sell me a used car, right? So yeah, so, yeah. But I, I actually have. I was thinking I was at one of our uh, seminars or whatever, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but there's a a book. Um, what do we call it? Like a folder, you know, the cover that goes around a book. You know, there's one that we got at one of the presentations. So they said, like, if you ever really want to uh, read a book on an airplane, this put this cover around the book. The cover says how to sell insurance to someone on an airplane. So people leave you alone. <laughs> the dust jacket. The yeah, yeah dust the dust jacket. jacket. So yeah. they're like, the, the people won't talk to you. Just you'll be able to read your book. So, um, but, you know, That's it does funny. serve a purpose. So it is worth um, talking about or at least approaching. And maybe it's just an old policy you need to really have reviewed and converted. Tony, because there are, and, and people probably don't know this, Tony, you t- we talked about it, even when my, we were talking about my policy that might uh, come due in a couple of years. Um, that uh, you possibly can convert a term policy. Yeah, absolutely. So you can take a term policy, convert it to a permanent policy, and what you're doing there is you're locking in your health status as it was when you took out your term policy. Wow. So if I had done things the opposite way in my mid-20s and bought a term policy when I was 25 before diabetes and converted it to a permanent policy, the diabetes doesn't matter. Uh, attained age does, but your health status gets locked in. Uh, as oh, of so the age matters? No, just kidding. <laughs> Damn, so the, the 20 years matters then? The 20 years matters, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, the other the other thing, you know, with life insurance, um, as opposed to annuities, look, annuities you can always get, right? Because you're putting up your own money. Life insurance and long-term care insurance, money's just not enough. You have to be healthy, right? So not healthy, but you, you can't... Um, wreck your car and then the next day ask Allstate for some auto insurance to fix the car, right? So if you've if your health is you have to be able to qualify for the policy. Now uh Mr. Shore said earlier, well what if I have issues? Well you it might just cost more, right? There's yeah. gonna be a there's gonna be a company I shouldn't say I mean most likely we can find a company if you really need insurance um, to, to get you insurance, uh, you know, unless you're like, like you're under death benefit. Right? Well, one other way just uh, to kind of answer Tony's question before about can I get it? I mean, like you said, Chris, the answer is probably yes. And then another way we can look at this, not to get too off track here, is we have annuities that will offer life or uh, they can't call it life insurance, but a death benefit roll up where you're buying an annuity, not an insurance product. So you don't have to go through any medical underwriting. You could have, uh, you could be in whatever shape up to a certain age and you're going to get a a roll up. You're going to pay a little extra for it, but you're going to get a death benefit roll up and it's, it's not tax free, but that could take the place of. And and there's also, um, there's joint policies. So you can get like a, a last to die policy or first to die policy. Sure. So maybe Tony, you and um, so sure you and your, your wife get a policy and you're covered because they were able to cover her. Right. So, you know, right. obviously premiums are going to reflect that, but uh, maybe sure. you could get coverage if you went to a joint policy. 
But sure. I can't believe we're tw- almost 25 minutes into this. And um, so I just wrote a couple things down, tax-free income, uh, money for dependents in case uh, you die early, funeral expenses, long-term care coverage, and uh, supplement your savings. Those are the five things I kind of looked at. Uh, uh, if you need to talk about uh, insurance, call our office, get a hold of Tony Marlette Jr. Uh, Tony Shore is not going to help you, but uh, no, he'll just... Uh, He'll, he'll tell you to call the number at the bottom of the screen. So Yes, I will. Yeah, 440. Yep. Go ahead. 440 for listeners, because not everybody's watching us, right? So 440-886-3550 or brooksidetax.com. Um, th- these are on podcasts. And where, where are the podcasts at, Tony? Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Music, all the four major podcast uh, sites where you listen to podcasts, you just type in Brookside Tax or uh, Road to Retirement. We're going to figure out a way to uh, upload this to our YouTube channel. And I don't know if Tony's been up. I know Tony's been doing uh, weekly or monthly commentaries and uploading them to uh, LinkedIn, I think. Yeah, we've been doing them LinkedIn on the website, and then we do put them on the YouTube page, too. That's excellent. Okay, guys. uh, Tony, you want to take us out? All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Road to Retirement with our hosts, Chris Anselmo and Tony Marlette Jr. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.